Today's episode is brought to you by Warby Parker, an eye care brand that offers chic and modern eyewear at a revolutionary price. Simply put, your glasses shouldn't cost as much as the iPhone X. Warby Parker's prescription glasses start at $95. And they do sunglasses too. Buying glasses should be easy and risk-free, girl. Warby Parker's home try-on program lets you fall in love with your glasses in the comfort of your own home. You can choose up to five frames from hundreds of stylish options and have them shipped directly to you for free. That way, you can try all the frames and pick your favorite. And for every pair of glasses sold, Warby Parker distributes a pair of glasses to someone in need. Daniel wears Warby Parker and now he can actually see me. And I'm considering a divorce. Hey! So to get started, head over to warbyparkertrial.com slash kiki. Again, that's warbyparkertrial.com slash kiki. Warby Parker. Modern eyewear made simple. Thanks a lot. This is Grizzly Kiki. I'm Daniel. And I'm Robert. And welcome to the recap of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars Season 4, Episode 2. And joining us on this lovely Christmas Eve is Tony Soto. Hi. Tony. Hi, guys. Hi. I'm sorry. I was like mid-lighting the joint, and I was like, I realized I should have done that sooner. I thought, uh, did we lose her? But then I heard the, I heard, I heard the familiar... The lighter um, click. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I was like, oh, shit, my joint's not lit. Hi, everyone. I'm Tony Soto. What's up? Good to be here. Oh, my goodness. You know. Well, we're, well I'm on vacation uh-huh. from all of my podcasts. Uh-huh. Uh, we we don't come back until uh, the next, like the first week of the next year, second week or something. So I'm chilling, ladies. Ooh. Are you? Yeah, are yeah. you at all? Like, are you at all nervous about not talking about Drag Race for like however many episodes are going to happen? I guess since they're not taking See, a break. Well, 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 that they're and they're not right. Like right. they're not yeah. taking a break. Is that true? No. I, I mean. I mean, no, I'm not really <laughs> nervous. No, I, I the thing is, is like, first, I think this is a really silly time to start mm-hmm. uh, a new season of Drag Race. Um, I mean, am I the only podcast that takes a vacation? I take a lot of vacations. No, I, I think most podcasts have seasons. We actually. Don't. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the don't. thing is, is that my, my seasons are yearly. So like January is like another, it's, I guess, season mm-hmm. six or whatever. Right. Um. But, but I mean, no, I, when, but when we come back, I'm going to do like uh, a pat, like a, a full recap of where we are. Hmm. Like I will do an episode with that. Like I have, um, I, I'm supposed to be getting Danny Francesi from Mean Girls <gasps> uh, to come on the, uh, the first show of the next year. So um, I'll make him talk about drag race and hopefully that'll uh, bring forgiveness from my listeners oh for my not God. doing shows. Trabaja. <laughs> That's exciting. Yeah. Well, I've, I've been trying, like, honestly, the thing too is like with the Tony Soto show, you know, I love to talk about drag, but also like I kind of am in the new year. I want to challenge myself to have a wider variety of guests and try to bring on even more famous people. You know what I mean? From yeah. different genres. Um, because you know, drag is on a. There's a. There's a. There's an expiration date on it. It's not going to be popular forever. Absolutely <laughs> right. And that bubble we're burst. Be, oof. Yeah, we're we're going to sh- be shoved back into the bars at some point once Putin takes over the America, like the United States, and he starts banning gays here too. Like we're screwed. So, but until then, President Putin. Yeah, until then. <laughs> Before we have President Putin, maybe we should just keep cross dressing for money. Right? Would he be your dream guest? 
Who, Putin? Putin. <laughs> I, I really hope you get him just so I can hear you say his name. Because I love the way you say Putin. I don't want nothing with no Putin. <laughs> You're like, who, Putin? Um, <laughs> oh, shit. Um, is, there, is there a dream guest that you want to manifest into the universe? Um... Well, I think that, like, I could talk to anybody, um, but because like, I don't really have a full-on interest in celebrity, it's hard for me to pick a celebrity. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I would love to. Uh, I, I would love to have a conversation with Barack Obama, but that's only Ooh. because, like, I have, like, so many questions. Because the thing is, is he's the super beloved president of the United States, but he did some really shitty foreign policy stuff that he'll never be remembered for because no one ever talks about it. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and the fact that like he uh, deported uh, like, like uh, undocumented immigrants, like by the truckloads back to their ravaged countries that were uh, in disarray because of Americans being involved in their politics. Like it just blows my mind. Cause like, I love him. I think he was, he did great things for the U S but he did shitty things for the world. Right. And no one wants to talk about that. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but I, no one wants to talk about George W. Bush being a war criminal either. So mm, like, right. it's just selective memories. That's all. Right. We just want to. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wrong. George but yeah, would be but anyway, or George I'd Bush. love to talk to, I'd love to talk to the, I'd like to talk to all the Obamas. Let's just sit down and talk to all. Of them. Yeah. I mean, Michelle has been turning the fashion. Have you have you like seen uh, yes. you see those boots she was those wearing on her book boots. And I love when they asked her about it. She was like, "Well, when I was first lady, I couldn't like if I wore this. This, you know, like what would it look yeah. like wearing four thousand dollar boots?" And she was like, "But now I like them, so I bought them." <laughs> like, I love Michelle Obama. She was on Two Dope Queens yeah. not too long ago. And why she? Oh, you have to th- that interview. Like it's their the, series finale. Yeah, the, her yeah. um her hair dictated kind of like every public move that she made during the presidency because it was all about like on days and off days and and you know making sure that that her hair wasn't being stressed. Anyway, it's like it's such a good episode because yeah. she's talking about the shit that I think people really want to know. It's like what is it like? Like what is your what was your daily life like as first lady? Cuz right. it's like yeah. That's one of the most complicated things, you know, how you move about the world. Anyway, but when you I get, have to listen you know, to that. When you get are Michelle, they, I'll be I, very excited too. I thought they were. St- I thought they stopped doing uh, podcasts because they're going to be switching to uh, HBO and like filming it from now on. Is that not true? They did stop doing yeah. their podcast. I don't know if it's because of the HBO thing. Um, uh-huh. And I, I mean, between you, between you and me, and all of our listeners, um, I don't really like the HBO specials. They're no. not as good as their I podcast. Like, I like just I like them. them. I think they're cute. Yeah, I like I, I them. Well, I don't like guests. Well, I don't well, like I have a friend, guests with them. I have, a, I have a friend who just filmed uh, one. He's going to be on a two dope queen. So I'm super excited oh, about seeing that. Okay. I just think they're, I just think they're fucking cute, fucking broads, and I love to watch them be friends with each other. Mm-hmm. And uh, I love that show. I like them, and I mean, I think I, I think I like Phoebe better than I like Jessica. I don't know why, but oh, um, interesting. Phoebe was in that movie Ibiza on Netflix, and she was actually really funny in it. 
And I like the the from the first season of the show they did on HBO, I liked their interactions. But then uh-huh. some of the guests that they chose weren't funny. So gotcha. it was yeah. like the it, it seemed and I'm going to use Daniel's favorite word. It seemed like the stand up that was curated for the podcast was more um, it was like a better roster than who they had on HBO. But um, oh, I see what you're saying. Maybe yeah. it'll be better. Maybe it'll be better next year. Who knows? But I just play the I just play the sim so much. And so I can relate to uh, Jessica because I <laughs> and I put and I hate to say it, but I put money into that game, uh, which is a sickness. I think it's a sickness. Oh I, think I'm sick. I, think, I think I have more than HIV, baby. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> what? It's my blood. It's my yeah. blood, Daniel. <laughs> His blood. He can, can do what he wants with it. My blood. I can talk about it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Let's dive into this. I miss episode. this show. I miss you, boys. I just yeah. want you to know that. I love that you had me on before the interview. And I just also want to say, I loved your show with Dusty Ball. Oh, it thank was you. So good. And I thank you so much for asking Lucy to be on the show. She doesn't believe that the Tony Soto show is popular and that people like us. Like she literally thinks it's, I feel like she's still under the delusion that, um, that it's still just some hobby I'm doing. Uh, and, and that no one listens, but people like, listen I, I, they were excited for her. Yeah. For, well, I love that. For Lucy and for Dusty. Yeah. Um, I love that. Yeah. We don't get listener well, letters and we got one as a result of, mm-hmm. uh, Dusty's episode. So yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that. Well, see, we did, we did, uh, the live show, uh, for our five year anniversary, the Tony Soto show. Yeah. And in, in Chicago. And he, what I, what I realized when I was there was ain't no one there to see me. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it was wow. like Dusty's crowd, uh, Maxwell's crowd and Rachel's crowd. Like, obviously I don't know that I have any fans in Chicago. I think it's literally, I think that people forgot about me. They all heard so you were coming the, and they yeah. ran. I, well, I mean, they all turned out for fucking, but, but the thing was Lucy got really fucked up, uh, during it. And, uh, was mean to me and I was like, bitch, I got you. You got too fucked up and you got mean to me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, family. Um, so let's dive into this episode. Yes. We're on episode I would love to. two. Um, what did you so I think we're Daniel and I are on the same page that we thought this was a really, really good episode. How did you feel about this episode, Tony? Um, I I love this episode. Mm-hmm. I love this episode because like uh, it was just chock full of fucking catty drama, which mm-hmm. you know I'm into that. Yeah. I love it. I love I love it when people be fighting. Yeah, <laughs> I also it, love... it was great. Did Go you ahead. think? Um, did you think that uh, it was great that the show finally listened to its fan base and gave us Henny like we asked for? Uh, look, I love me some, uh, Stacey, Stacey Lane Matthews, like uh-huh. forever, forever. I, I mean, that shake weight and eating that chicken to this day is iconic. Um, I love that they showed her, but I'm, I'm skeptical of World of Wonder when they bring, like, I'm always skeptical, like when they reference Porkchop, I, I feel like, I don't know. I just don't want anyone to be laughing at those girls mm. because they're fucking icons. Like, they're yes. fucking icons, you know? And I feel like, 
because Stacy Lane was a long time ago. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, yeah. like it was, it was, it was way before VH1. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I feel like there are certain queens that a lot that, that maybe the fan base and the fandom of RuPaul's Drag Race don't really know the later or the earlier seasons. And so I just don't want uh, Stacy Lane Matthews um, or uh, Pork Chop to be like jokes where people are making fun of them. Yeah, right. Well, you I know think, what I mean. I think Stacy. I think. Stacey Lane Matthews is not somebody like I feel like they do make fun of Porkchop for whatever you know for going home first for being called Porkchop whatever else but like Stacey I think is somebody that people just revere because she's kind and she was funny and she's just like real I guess so I think that it really was just something that they did for the fans but it was also I think I mean there have been rumors that she's been cast on you know whatever season of all stars uh, you know for the past like two seasons uh-huh. so I don't know maybe she couldn't do it and they decided to bring her in for an episode or you know well, maybe this was to I, test the waters well they I don't know. did her I think they did her good like mm-hmm. I loved I loved seeing I think that she was funny she was fucking uh, I, I I loved every minute yeah. of it. It was it was so good to Hanny. Yeah, and honorable mention should go to that turban wig because that wow that I don't know what that was, but that was funny. But <laughs> but we'll get but into that. Also, but I also wanted I do want to say one thing because you know I can't be uh, completely <laughs> loving and nice. But Stacy, can we just see you in some different hair? Like yeah. we can put her in. Di- mm-hmm. She doesn't. Uh, it's the same damn wig. Always that wig is. That wig has never been. It's just her hair. Yep. And so yep. I'm, I'm like, I'm like, girl, this is your momentous return uh, back to RuPaul's Drag Race as a feature. Mm-hmm. And you got to come in with that same ass wig. Yeah. I think I think that I, you know I don't know. It's but but I loved it. That was my mm. only bit of shade. That was my only <laughs> bit of shade towards uh, Miss Stacy Light. <laughs> I loved um, I loved seeing her in the confessionals, especially when she was like, who's baking this cake, honey? Like, <laughs> just like, what a treasure. <laughs> the waiter's done, went home. Oh, man. <laughs> no, she was great. Yeah, I, I would love, I, here's what I will say. Um, I feel like Stacey Lane should have been, uh, after they did the two numbers and they were doing the critiques, I feel like she should have been behind that goddamn judge's table. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. That was a missed opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Um, so this week, the girls are auditioning for RuPaul's new Supergirl group, Haney. Um, and they are broken up into two teams. Um, so we start the episode with them breaking up into teams. And then they're all like talking and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then Gia Gunn shoehorns this conversation about Farah into her team preparing for the challenge somehow. Yeah. Um. So I wrote a fan fiction version of um, of this thing because, like, that storyline was not interesting. So here you go. Um, so here's what happened. Farrah showed up to Hamburger Mary's with Alyssa Edwards, question mark, um, and caused a scene during Gia's dinner rush. Uh, and then Gia accidentally texted Farrah after that, and Farrah didn't respond. Um, so I have a question. Do you guys have Applebee's in L.A.? Because I really wanted her to be working... <laughs> At an wow. Applebee's in my <laughs> fan fiction, 
but I wanted I it to be accurate. So what I did was I Googled Applebee's LA because I was like, she was working at the Applebee's on La Brea and whatever. Like I wanted to give it, you know, details. And I feel like Put you guys don't have Applebee's. Oh, Put her in the IHOP. Oh. In the That's Weho a good idea. That makes sense because, yeah. you know, Farrah would just want a Rudy Tucci, Rudy Tucci fresh and fruity. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> After a night um, of drinking. You know, you know, here's where I am mentally and how much weed uh, and drug use I, I have done um, in my life. I don't know if I got the tea about that event from Farrah Proper or if it was from another drag queen giving me the tea. Oh. But like, so <laughs> it's like, I remember being in a situation, being told that story where uh, she was like, and I don't, I, so I don't want to say that it was from Farrah, but it, the, in my head, it sounds like Farrah explaining it to me, like okay. why she went to the bar with that other queen and why she uh, <laughs> uh, wanted to mend the fences between those. I don't know. I could be making it completely up, though. But it was interesting to me because it put me in a frame of mind being like, wait, I know this story. Yeah. Wait, I've heard, I heard about that story. Wait, do you How know who the other about- queen is? I can't tell. I have no yeah. idea. No, no, no. I completely forgot. Like, see, this is the thing. This is why I don't know if it's me slipping into dementia um, <laughs> or if I was truly present in a room where someone told me that story. But as soon as Gia brought it up, I was like, oh, my God, I know this story. <laughs> I know. I heard this story. It sparked so, a memory. Do you remember if it was like if it was as big of a deal as she made it out to be on the show well like Paris said in the workroom she's like that didn't go public right she's like so so why are we so no i don't think so because i mean like maybe it was maybe it was to fucking if if we can uh possibly believe that gia actually has feelings i guess we can (laughs) say that like we could say that she got her in her feelings about it. So it, it might've been a big deal to her in that way, mm-hmm. but like publicly and in the fan base and whatever, ain't no one know about that goddamn fight. Right. But, no. people, do, but people do know of, uh, Farrah getting drunk and going to bars. So, I mean, that's not, that's not, that's not, that's not far off. Like, we've, yeah. we've, like, like, when, when I when I heard when when the story is that Pharaoh was drunk and uh, maybe made a scene at a bar, I was like, oh well, that's very probable. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, we had heard stories like that before. I think before season nine aired, mm-hmm. we'd heard stories yeah. about Pharaoh. She's so. harmless. Yeah, like, I love yeah. her. Well, she is though. When but but also, I mean, I, I and I think one of the public stories that she's that she knew and I was was. We were at precinct in LA and she was uh, very drunk and we were trying to get a lift and people started circling <laughs> around her and she was like, God, can I just get time off at all? You know, she's like, she's, she's in full geese drunk on her ass and she's just like, I don't want to take any pictures. <laughs> um, but no, I, I, I think it was, if it was a big deal, no, Gia was trying to fucking start mm-hmm. a goddamn fire and that's all she had, just like Ferris said, that she needed to go around mm-hmm. and start shit so she could get airtime because all she is is a fucking bully. Yeah. Right. Well, when you don't have talent, you have to do something else to make yourself interesting. I mean, it's what Ferris right. said, like, you know, I don't like, I don't need to develop a storyline for myself or force a storyline for myself because yeah. it's like, yeah. you're there and like, okay, so this is another thing that bothers me about Gia. And it's a weird thing because Robert and I talked about it last night. It's her workroom looks are very confusing to me because it's oh, like. That. 
like that, that day drinking outfit that she was having. Exactly, like exactly. <laughs> and now, and now, before you know, this this is not me being transphobic or misogynistic. But the thing is that it's like you're in the like literally a workroom. <laughs> And so it's like, how can you Daniel move? last night literally said, you're in the workroom. You're not going to brunch. Like, bitch. Like, <laughs> sorry to use that word, but it's like, you know, and I get it. Like women, you know, will want to like dress up cute to like, go, you know, even if they're going like to the grocery store or whatever. Like I know lots of women who wouldn't leave the house with a full face of makeup, but it's like you'd probably wear like a pair of like skinny jeans and a tank top or like something yeah. if you're going to be like rehearsing and working and like you know and and here's why that look didn't seem right that look didn't seem right because she didn't have a big old oversized hat if she, and then oh we went <laughs> oh my god it's like it's, it's like are you going to hang out at the beach girl is that what you're yeah. doing I, look, look, look this i just i just need to say that like when it comes to Gia and everyone's like you know um she she doesn't uh need to go around or, or she goes around to other places to create a storyline. That yeah. is her brand. That's always been her brand. Yeah. So it's like, it's like, she's not doing anything out of the ordinary. Mm-hmm. She's doing what she would do. That's what yeah. she does. And also people like, both North and South of the border don't like her. Right. Cause they didn't like her on the fucking switch either. Yeah. She pissed them off. Well, she was super mean to people on that one. Right? Yeah. She was very, very lucky on the switch that they didn't make her perform until like five episodes in. So they didn't see that she couldn't perform. Um, but and look, yeah. I love I love I love that fucking her number in the season one. But the thing is, or the episode one, but also everyone's like and, and everyone's like, oh, it's a big deal because it's Asian representation, which is yes, I agree. But right. if you follow. And the same thing about Latrice's fucking flag gore dance. <laughs> if you follow their careers and you watch them, and I've, and I've, I've seen uh, Gia perform a handful of times here in Los Angeles, always that number. You know, um, mm-hmm. I've seen every time I've ever seen uh, Latrice, she's always doing that number. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's like, okay, great. Yeah, I was just seen on TV for the first time. But if you really invested in it, I mean, you'll, you'll know that it's beautiful, but I've seen mm-hmm. it, you know? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's um, like her thing. Uh, let's see. Um, yeah, I just, I just oh. want to remind people that, um, Gia, is, she keeps doing this thing where she's trying to convince us that because she is a woman, mm-hmm. that she is better and or more qualified for drag, but she doesn't have any talent. Mm-hmm. Like, well, that's the only and, way to convince people. And it's people. also like, well, but who's saying that you're not, like, okay, so, you know, the first openly, like, you know, trans female presenting trans person to walk into the work room, right like if we're going to be really um like Which stickler- i take i take issue with that statement but please continue why because why? i think peppermint was well, openly I, trans i, I just I think know. people were I'm trying saying, people were trying to force her clothing into one of the binaries of and it's like don't do that but that's what i'm saying uh, if you're you right I, what i was going to say is if if we're being sticklers and looking through the lens of of this product right yes. that it, that's what they're selling us so that's all i'm sure, saying yeah, right no. so you're on they oh, are they what no i'm sorry go ahead you know she's on the show mm-hmm. they're using you know ladies and gentlemen i mean uh, you know depending on how you feel about ladies that's another thing but they're using you know a kind of a a, a balanced pronouns i i guess they're you know? acknowledging the binary they're acknowledging the binary mm-hmm. thank you because she does fall in for her she's in this part of the binary right, right? Oh, I'm sure Rue's exhausted. I'm sure she's exhausted <laughs> but the thing every is that, day. Oh, yeah. So it's like nobody is saying <laughs> that, like, as a woman, you're not good enough. But it's like, 
Also, none of the other contestants are saying shit about, you know, what you do, even though it is lackluster and has been. You know, you're just going around saying this because you want to be the mean, rancid girl on the playground. And I say girl because she's acting like a child. She's going and hair pulling and poking. And it's like, maybe if you stop doing that, you could cultivate a talent. And also, let's just talk about the fact that, you know, whenever Gia has to do her makeup herself, it's never good. Yep. No. It's not, like it's, it's not like something you want to look like. If if a professional is blasting her face, she looks sickening. And I love me some Gia aesthetic. Like she's mm-hmm. gorgeous. You know what I mean? Like I was about to say I love Gia. And I'm like that's not true. I don't. <laughs> um, but like, but like, like surface, she's gorgeous. Yeah. Gorge, gorge, baby, gorge. It's just sad that the inside <laughs> um, is so icky. But the inside is just gross. And like, yeah. and the thing is, it's like. I, I, Robert, I'm glad that you brought that up about peppermint because I hate that I forgot about peppermint. Um, um, because I don't, I, I, I don't think that Gia could tout that she was the first openly trans uh, person because it was peppermint at first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just was, I wish peppermint was more memorable during her season. Wow. <laughs> the thing is, is like, <laughs> the thing is, is Gia is going to be, uh, Gia will, she, this is what Gia said in her head. I'm thinking she was like, look, I'm the first openly trans person to, to identify and, and be a trans woman on stage. Cause she thinks that, mm-hmm. um, and she's like, so, uh, I have to be a real fucking, I have to be me. And that just mm-hmm. so happens to be garbage. You know what I mean? It just yeah. so happens that when Gia says I need to be me, uh, great. You're o- an open mm-hmm. trans woman, but also you're a mean fucking girl. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Just cause you're a, a trans, you know, just because you're a trans woman competing, doesn't mean that like everything you say is gonna it, it's almost like she believes like her being trans is is, is get it, it's like well, you can't say anything to me like it's and like I- well nothing that's happening has to do with you being trans because you are instigating everything you're 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 going and trying to knock yeah. down farah you're and and simply because farah probably didn't choose to acknowledge what happened because to her it was like well my plan didn't work moving on you know yeah. like obviously and farah didn't like, care about them falling out you know no, because it's right. like I, I think you know what it is Gia's just not smart enough to play the game that she's That's trying what to it play is. That's what it, and the thing yeah. is too. It's like it's like you know, um, like trans women have uh, have been fighting to like be able to compete on uh, this show, even on the like the basic season levels. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That that probably that that are smarter and that are like you know mm-hmm. um, aware and want to be represented well. I, mm-hmm. I mean, she has traveled the fucking world and she's been a bitch all yeah. over. So it's not Absolutely. so like I don't. Let's not be surprised. Yeah. Let's not be shocked. Yeah. I mean, she's great TV. That fucking Farrah Gia thing was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wanted to watch it over. I would like that <laughs> to be my ringtone if I could. It's like she, you know, she's like, you know, I, 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 I don't want to be like, you know, this person or I've changed. And it's like, no, the only difference is that now you are female presenting and yeah. you know identifying as trans when you walk in, you know in in your everyday life on the show and that's it and being hate and being hateful towards drag queens but here's mm-hmm. another right. thing but here's another thing i'm also like 
but also do drag queens have that coming? Like, do like obviously there mm. has there in the since the birth of RuPaul's Drag Race. I mean, the thing is, is like the trans girls have always been, and I've said this countless times. I've always worked next to trans girls as I was coming up in drag. You know, it's right. never been. It was never a topic of conversation. Right. Um, and and I feel like since the birth of Drag Race, it is a topic of conversation yep. now. And so like I'm wondering if there's some kind of karma involved in this, where it's like. Um, Okay, the first uh, uh, openly trans pre- uh, female presenting uh, girl on Drag Race is dragging drag queens. Um, like, is is this like a like a bit of shade on that? Is this like mm. just adding? Mm. I, I don't know. I never thought of it that know. way because I honestly don't think I don't believe that Gia has ever experienced adversity from other drag queens. Um, or more specifically, cis men who do drag. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just... going to tell you, I think a lot of people don't like her. Yeah. Well, I'm, yeah. I'm, listen, I mean, she's from Chicago. Like when we were when we were coming up in Chicago, it's not like I heard a lot of positive things about Gia. Right. You know what I mean? So like. I bet she's been. I bet she's dealt with some adversity. I well, don't know whether it being because she was Asian or trans, or but I mean, I'm sure it was because she was a bitch. You know. I know for a fact that while season six, while she was gone filming season six, everyone thought that she died, and they were okay with it. <laughs> I can tell you that with you, and you can look that rumor up because it's on the internet. Everyone in Chicago thought she was dead, and they were fine with it. Just saying. I'm not saying that that means she deserves violence. I'm just saying that was something I read and they were fine with it. Um, Listen, Gia Gunn has... Taken that survey. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you, you you answered the door. You answered the door when the census came in. Um, I I think Gia Gunn oh. is at an advantage because she's already done the apology tour when she came off season six because people were not feeling her attitude after that. So she can yeah. turn around and put on that same disingenuous voice that she used for Farah when you know she said bye to her on the main stage and do the same bullshit that she did after season six it, uh. it's just it's it's obnoxious because i don't know i i i have wanted to root for her but i can't yeah. i just can't oh I I, like i've her. never wanted to root, i've never messy. wanted to root for her i've never i've never wanted to root for jay gun yeah. um but you know who i did root for i rooted for fucking pheromone because i think that she really mm-hmm. fucking like I, did did she look a mess a lot of the time during that number absolutely but she held her own against gia and even up to the end when fucking gia gave her a hug and was like i love you she's like i know that that's you don't love me mm. <laughs> i looked at farah when gia interrupted her moment what Farrah's conversation uh. with Monet, I looked at the look in Farrah's eyes and I was like, you are using some training that I don't even understand. Like some training from when you were living in Las Vegas or whatever. And you were just like, let me let her feel like she's the only person in the room and then she'll leave. Like mm-hmm. you could yeah. see you it read on her face, even though in the confessional, she's like, oh, I fucking hate her. I wanted to tear her hair out. Like, Yeah. Um, I, I think I, I and honestly like I, I, and maybe this is biased because like I've I've uh, created uh, somewhat of a friendship with Farah, but mm-hmm. like 
her going into this, the internet was super mean to her and like calling yeah. her an underrated queen. And, you know, and when, when I, and I believe the truth is a lot of girls said fucking no. Um, and I'm sure mm-hmm. that Farrah wasn't the first call. I mean, I'm sure that's, that was true that she wasn't the first call, but right. a lot of girls fucking said no. Cause they didn't want to get involved with the bullshit. Right. And Farrah said yes. And Farrah has like, I feel like she has grown. She's, uh, she's, she always sparkles like she's a she's a friendly she's just mm-hmm. good yeah she's very nice so, very kind i mean yeah um, she drives she, she dresses she dances like a white girl but the thing is it's like <laughs> all of these all these challenges are going to pose uh difficulty for people in different ways and it was just so yeah. moving was hers Mo- yeah. movement was hers <laughs> mm-hmm. poor thing she looked like uh like like uh she was spasming she looked like yeah. Derek Barry. Uh, but they're friends, so that's okay. okay. Um, not a good auto reference. They are. They are, <laughs> yes. they are. I've definitely taken jabs. I've definitely taken jabs at Derek in front of Farah, and I get the oh, you know. I'm like, okay, yeah. you're, oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. And, and I and I and I still say it to this day. Uh, Derek was one of my favorite interviews. So that was a was really a good, good episode. episode. Ooh. Oh, thank Ooh. you. <laughs> wow. In stereo. Mm. Um, yeah, true. <laughs> Um, we're going to take a break, but when we come back, we're going to talk oh. about the challenge and, um, and the runway. So stick around. We'll be right back. Oh, hi, it's me, Robert. And I have a question. Do you shop on Amazon? If so, you can be a supporter of our show. Just go to grizzlykiki.com and click the Amazon button in our menu. Anytime you shop on Amazon using our link, we'll get a small commission on everything you buy. And it's free. There's no cost to you as the money comes out of Amazon's pocket, not yours. So bookmark it, use it, and every time you buy from Amazon, you'll be helping us keep the key key going. And we're back to talk about the auditions for the Supergirl group, Hanny. Uh, first up, Hanny. We, we <laughs> first up, we have Team Don't Fuck It Up. Ooh. Team Don't oh, Funk. I'm so funk sorry. It yeah. It's PG-13. Don't Funk It Up. This is the radio edit. Right? Sorry. Don't Funk yeah. It Up uh, with Trinity as the leader and then Valentina, Latrice, Manila, and Gia as the other girls. Who, yeah. who was the best one on this team, Tony? Well, first of all, that was the better song. Yes. Hands yeah. down. Like, okay. like, they definitely got the, the better song. Uh, who was the be- better one when? Like, and we're talking about the performance performance? Yes, the performance. Yeah. Um, I, the, I, I loved, uh, Latrice, Valentina and Trinity. Yep. Okay. Here's, here's what I'm going to say. And I hate that I'm saying this, <laughs> but I'm, I, I know now that I know that it's, to me, it's been, uh, justified that Valentina is insane that, uh, I'm kind of into it. Right. I'm like, oh no, <laughs> she just can't help it. She's a lunatic. So you have to be okay with that, right? I agree. Like I I have been a Valentina fan since her season. I mean, you know, all this other stuff that came out afterwards wasn't like fun to hear and, and she was like weird. But yeah. I feel like part of owning your instability your instability or uh psychosis is just kind of like leaning all the way in. Or just uh-huh. dealing with it. And I feel like she is leaning. She's just like leaning all the way into all of the, all of her, you know, the coochie coo that she wants to do. Like, yeah. the, you know, the manicure, the like every, every entrance is like a, you know, some sort of get up and, and just really, I guess, kind of like letting loose. 
Because she was oh, kind yeah. of, you know, she was well, like a like a tight asshole on her season. As crazy well, as she was, she was just like puckered for the gods. Wow. And oh now yeah, she's she's, she's definitely like. Oh wait, she she's. I think that she also is leaning into her crazy. Like mm-hmm. I think that she like she. But but here's the thing. Like uh, I will say this. She must have just learned how to spin or something because that's her fatality now. She's been using mm-hmm. that twice now. <laughs> she loves to do that spin. Uh, yep. And don't get me wrong, it's it's an impressive spin. Mm-hmm. But I was I was with Gia last week when she was like, I was so bored because it's like, girl, yes, your human hair wig, fabulous. Your beat, sexy. You are glistening. You are mm-hmm. shining. You are gorgeous. Your body is flags. Cool. <laughs> but so you learn how to spin. All right. I'm not I'm not wowed by her performance. I mean, she looks she she looks gorgeous. She's mm-hmm. a skinny legend, you know. Like, but like. I I don't know. I I I, I liked her verse a lot. I liked her. I liked. Yeah, you're right. Here's the thing, guys. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't really much listen to their lyrics. I drag queen music never gets me. And when (laughs) there are challenges like this on the show, like I mean, the only thing that I can every time we do this, I just go back to fucking Roxy Andrews fucking verse in uh read you wrote you uh-huh. and it makes me and it makes me want to slit my wrist the right way you know what i mean the, like up and down not across so like i don't really listen to what they write because i'm not convinced it's good but so tell me was it good i thought it was cute i, I also thought that her like playing with you know like like the super accented spanish and kind of you know she goes yeah. no pongas crazy it was just really yeah. again it was just kind of like letting go leaning into right. your 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 crazy and then also just like the selena getup was great well if i can reach for a Absolutely. moment with the selena reference yeah. is it a reach around uh, sure okay um <laughs> if i can if i can make it that far um <gasps> she <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. um she uh i think that part i mean i think selena completely uh, inspired her in this whole moment because if you remember, Selena had a hard time speaking Spanish and so a lot of yeah. the times when she had to speak in public, it was Spanglish mm-hmm. and her yeah. lyrics were Spanglish, so yeah. I'm just yeah. all I have, all I'm trying to say is that I love Selena and if you're going to reference her, I'm I'm going to be front row and, you know, yeah, absolutely. waving she whatever bills fucking, are in my wallet. She, she looked hot as fuck. Yeah, um, yeah. But but honestly, we I in my opinion, I think that the high note was not as gag worthy uh, during the rehearsal as it ended up in the fucking uh, recording. Yeah, same. Um, yeah. But but I love Trinity. Yeah. Oh, she looked amazing. She was she like looked, glowing. Yeah. I mean, she's just a fucking gorgeous bitch. You know, she, she is. Just, um, I felt that I, she looked really good in the performance, but she looked like she wasn't confident in her lyrics. That's true. Yeah, that's true. I did. I did see that too. But yeah. you see, uh, well, you saw the same thing in Manila. Mm-hmm. Oh God! But oh, that, that was flat ass uh... wig and that flat ass like, what was she doing? What was she doing? Yeah. Where? Why yeah. did she even bring that wig to Drag Race? Why was that even in the box? Manila in a witch. Yeah. But... <laughs> And you know I don't care for Michelle Visage, but she was so offended by that witch. <laughs> you know, so much, um, so much. So I mean, much. it really did look like Manila borrowed that like hair and bodysuit from like a baby queen, and was like, "I'm gonna try this today." Like it was very like, out of character for her, I think. Yeah, and I feel like she had no makeup on. No, it was very plain. Like, girl, what are you trying to do? Like, mm-hmm. fucking slap a color on those mm-hmm. eyelids or something. It was a girl. natural look, like, you know. 
Well, don't. Well, don't. <laughs> Latrice can rap, though. Latrice can right? rap. In her, like, uh, her Laverne. Um, and I and I just want to give it to Latrice that she can vote now again. So good for Florida to do one good thing. Now that felon can vote. Uh, so proud. Yes. She's she's being a real fucking like advocate about the fact that she's going to be a voter again. So right. I'm happy for Latrice. Yeah. I'm happy to see you know Maxwell uh, on the Tony Soto show isn't uh, so thrilled with Manila and Latrice being back on, but. I always like seeing Latrice on the TV. Oh yeah, mm. she's entertaining. Her current her confessionals she, are great. Her reading is wonderful. She's a delight. Yeah, a total delight. Oh yeah, um, Latrice and her confessionals is is a joy. Did mm. you see how bad Gia's makeup was? Uh, yes. I mean, see, this is what I mean. You, you can't turn a shoe into a handbag, although you probably could <laughs> actually. Um, you could, and it, and it would look better than Gia Gunn's makeup. Daniel, you look confused. The reason I said that is because Gia is is she's not talented. So no, like, I, I understood <laughs> what you said. Just wanted to, no, I, I wanted to remind you. No, I understood what you said. Talented. I was just um, thinking. <laughs> you looked confused. Anyway. No, I'm not confused. Do you want to but talk the about? Song was great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next, we have Team Everybody Say Love uh, with Team Leader Monique, and then uh, Monet, Naomi, and Farah. I'm um, just going to start like this was like a performance with bumper cars. Yeah. <laughs> like they because like, you know, we've watched the episode now almost three times and like the team don't funk it up had like synchronized <clears throat> choreography. They all had their yeah. like own moments separate and like, you know, M- Monique fighting with her jacket. I mean, Mo- like Monet and Naomi to me stood out as perform like the best performers, but yeah. the quality of their performance was kind of uh, I think dampened by the fact that Monique, oddly enough, could not lead her group properly. Well, you know, I don't get Stacey it. Lane. Stacy Lane said it. She's like, uh, it. You need to be able to retain, take time to retain the information, mm-hmm. right? Like, like. It was like, Monique was like, you're going to go. Okay, let's move on. And it's weird because on (laughs) her season, Monique was a good team leader. Yeah. Like she, you know, like would would really get her, her, you know, get get them together. And this is just like. Because Farrah's not dumb. But well, listen, obviously dancing is not her strong point. So she obviously as a team, if Monique as a good team leader would be like, do we need to run it again? Do we need to run it again? And I just yeah. don't think that's the way Monique was working. I think that she was yeah. like, look, this, mm-hmm. needs to, and this needs to go this way. And then yeah. um, it, it also seemed like the other girls on, you know, everybody except Farah, like she was obviously struggling with stuff, but like they weren't taking a, like they weren't taking a minute to be like, OK, yeah, like you said, you know, but I, but I don't think it was just Monique. I think it was a collective well, thing. right. That's what that's what Stacy was saying is like you need to give everyone a moment to process, and you're not yeah. doing that. And so, of course, yeah. she's, she's going to look, you know, like like she's just been uh, hit with a taser because it's like like nobody gave direction. Well, I want to yeah. talk about Monique's outfit choice for the cha- for the challenge. Um, Tony, you recently had to buy a bubble jacket because you were going to the cold. Um, cold, yeah. Yeah. Do you think that it is wise to put a bubble jacket on when you're about to perform a drag number? I don't think you should ever wear a jacket and drag for the mere fact that we're men and we sweat. <laughs> um, I look. I, I she needed an excuse for why she was bad. Right. I mean, look. 
Monique is she's fine. You know what I mean? Like she's fine. But if you're gonna if you if your judge if your gig if your fucking thing is losing your wig when you know that RuPaul fucking Charles hates that shit mm-hmm. when you know and you fucking get a free pass for it the first time you know when when uh, I, 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 and then you paint like that and you paint in a way where it's like oh so it just don't hold up like you know you know you know mm-hmm. spray it at the end like yeah. by the time that show is over you can see through her foundation mm-hmm. and i'm like it, and it looks like she smears wig glue on with the palm of her hand and i'm just like i'm here's what i'm hoping i'm hoping that next week we see monet pull out fucking monique's name that mm-hmm. for me that for me would be because, I mean, Farrah had a bad time, but I'm like, I I don't see much difference in uh in Monique being anything but like you know a soundbite mm-hmm. in my opinion. Also, she's getting on my nerves. Like, bitch, it is. And 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 Robert and I had this conversation. He's like, but she was doing the same thing on season ten. I'm like, yes, but it was charming because it was the first time, and the, it was like, oh, okay, so the America thing, the stunning, yeah. the fine, right, yeah. cute. I'll take it. I will still take it. But it's like, girl, you're girl, like, when brown, you when can't brown... turn an accident <laughs> that it just you didn't know what fabric you were choosing. Like when brown cow is your thing, girl, yeah. you don't have much of a thing. Exactly. And so it's like you need to step out of brown cow stunning girl and create new tagline. Mm-hmm. Like and a we can't read your fucking ring, your rings on your fingers, no, girl. Right. We, <laughs> nope. Why hasn't a producer told her and been like, just stop doing that? There's no point in it. We can't. We can't see it. Girl. Also, like I don't I, understand this branding shit. Cause like oh, I, so I, I know Monique Hart is Monique Hart. I will know her regardless yeah. of brown cow stunning or any of that bullshit. Yeah. Monet, how they're like you know, you know, with the sponges. Like I, we've known Monet since she started drag. Like yeah. the thing is, all these queens are so unique that it's like I'm not gonna look at Valentina and be like, is she the sponge one? Like no, right. I'm gonna be like she's Valentina. I don't think roses and m&ms or i mean you know you think about you know can i please keep it on but like that that's amazing Mm -hmm. but she doesn't rely on that and like monique is is relying on that a lot monet to a certain extent because i feel like they're kind of pushed in that direction a little bit you know to like have these sound bites because then you could put it on a t-shirt and a keychain and blah 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 but it's like use it when it's appropriate and monique is just it's a lot. She needs to spend more well, time with a toothbrush and some rubbing alcohol, cleaning the oh, lace on her wigs because it's oh, it's bad. Oh, it's a headband at oh, this point. It's a headband. Well, but that's get, how she makes sure well, they keep listen, their shape. Don't, don't get too close to my wigs, there, girl. That's why she got <laughs> fa- that's why she got face tuned because you know sometimes that's just too extra work. Look, here's yeah. my thing about Monique. Monique winning last week. Um, and then her reacting to the wind, being like, I got the power. That's the kind of girl that Monique is. The kind mm-hmm. of girl who who isn't always a leader. Yeah. And she got to be for a minute. But then she was back down at the bottom on the second episode. And it's just, I mean, if she stays in now, I feel like she'll just be safe till the end. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Maybe. I mean, I, I, I could see her going yeah. home soon. But, but, you know, here's what also bugs me. It's like we haven't really said anything about Naomi because Naomi is still a forgettable drag queen. Mm. I don't know what I don't know what it is, because the thing is, is she's not bad. That's the thing. She's not bad. But 
she doesn't have the personality to stand out in this sea of drag queens with personality. It's not a big one. And in this challenge, she was, I know she's the leg queen, but she was all limbs. Like, mm-hmm. there was nothing yeah. really. I liked her lyrics, though. Her lyrics were her great. Her lyrics were really cute. But there was nothing really sexy about it. all the, you know, all the bones moving. Like, it's like I, you know what it is? It's what they, what they said about Tempest. It's squiggly arms. Sure. Yeah. That, you know, she's just like, I, I mean, she's gorgeous. And I feel like. You know, she just the personality needs to be bigger because yeah. it's like, I mean, she's a great, great face, great body, all that stuff. Great clothing. I mean, this outfit for this challenge was perfect, you know, yeah, but it's like, absolutely. like, again, more, m- more than your legs. Like what, what else, yeah. girl? Like, I like her, yeah. but I can't tell I like you her why. Too. I like her, too. and you know what? I think that for some reason she doesn't think that, or she thinks that I don't like her for some reason because uh, I, I have it under good authority that she once told a drag queen that I didn't like her, and I was like, "A, we don't know each other, so hmm. um, I can't, I can't say if I like you or not." Uh, and and B, I think you're fucking hot. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. like if anything, I am you. You know, what I mean? yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So at least there's that. I mean, mm-hmm. I would totally eat your butt, hundred <laughs> percent. You wow. know. Um, I mean, I, I think why why did they uh, <laughs> fucking blur out Valentina's everything? Oh my why, God. why did not Selena? Like honestly, I know that her nipples were coming on that Selena outfit, but like they didn't have to blur it out. Yeah, it it just it's a boy weird. nipple. Yeah, we have to stop blurring nipples. That's it, all around, male, female, and otherwise. It's no just more a blurring of nipple. nipples. We, it's a nipple. Listen, we just need free the nipple. I want to bring that back. I, at this point, if you can say shit on TV, you should at least be able to look at a fucking be, uh, a, a big old boob. Yeah, just with areola and everything. Yeah. <laughs> um, I want to talk about Monet because I loved out of all mm. of these girls, I loved her look the best mm-hmm. because. I I saw this look in the super trailer and I was like, oh, she's going to do a Tina Turner illusion. And then we get it here as like Tina Turner, but she's a sassy librarian, maybe like I just I really enjoyed this look. And I think that she really did. She did a great job with this performance. This is Monet. Yes. Like this is this is Monet's style. Like the outfit she was wearing, you would see her wear that in a performance. Like the body was right, but it's never not right. So that's besides that. But it's like Monet is one of the few queens that she could walk out in a leotard every week. And I would be like gorgeous because like her body is always right, Mm -hmm. you know? And like, I just love this. It was so, um, it was so right for what she was doing, I think, you know, and, and like the glasses and the phone, it was just really well done, I think. I hate glasses with no lenses. <laughs> it's so stupid. And that's I hate all it. she wears. Always. I hate it. I hate yeah. it. I hate it. Like I, I like Meatball went through a fucking stint where she would like have glasses with no lenses and her fucking big old lashes would just poke through <laughs> the lenses. And I'm just like, to me that I just look Monet, put some goddamn lenses in those glasses or take them the fuck off. Because it, it looks silly. <laughs> it looks silly. It looks and, silly uh, and I don't like it. And the last one that we haven't talked about is poor Farah. <laughs> she just didn't know what she. Mm, she looked great. Oh, the, the outfit and the number was awful. Like you thought it was, was awful. That? I thought it was a cute I think outfit. It looked be- I think it looked better in the picture that she posted on the Instagram after. No, I don't think it. Looked I good like. At all. I think it. I like the outfit. The hair was too big. Like it, I think we're used to. Yeah. It needed. True. She needed what? a ponytail. But then again, I mean, I don't know. I, her. She just. She was spasming. 
she like it was it was so weird i like i felt bad oh god what was that dance it was like you know you know what dance it was when that when jessica simpson's sister <laughs> lip sang <laughs> on, on the fucking snl and then she did her little jig off that is who she was she was that she was doing ashley simpson realness everyone she was just doing a clap back it's I interesting it's interesting that you say that i got elaine from seinfeld <laughs> yep like completely absolutely elaine from seinfeld. Poor Pharaoh. Uh, oh, that's so funny. Oh, I love her. I well, first of all, they, I I just I it, the, I don't know what it was about the bodysuit, but it just did, to me it was like it wasn't flattering on her. It didn't look sexy. And I think that we're just so used to seeing Farah sexy that it was like to me it was out of place. But hmm. well, uh, oh. um, <laughs> so next is the runway with the theme eloquence after dark they have officially yeah. run out of puns or whatever for evening gowns so here we go eloquence yeah after now they're dark. just literally fucking up the uh the uh the language mm-hmm. english language yeah. more and more so yeah. now people will be dumber and dumber <laughs> so thank for, you drag <laughs> and so gia comes uh, out wearing uh, one of those rainbow parachutes that she stole from Head Start or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't I don't like this dress. It was cheap. So the we're talking about the the runway. The runway, now, the yeah. yeah. Thing. Um, what what the fucking tool underneath uh, the skirt? It it did not look good. No, nope, it was it like, I don't under. I'm not. I'm trying to wonder like were they trying to do like a morticious silhouette where it kind of like Mm-mm. went out like a because like, it it just kind of looked like she had a. E- a ball underneath there. Yeah, something. you could see was, at one point it, it kicked up and you could see the tool was like crumpled and it's like when you get there, you need to take the fucking petticoat out and literally yeah. go layer by layer and stretch yeah. it out because that's how tool gets its height and she lo- it looked like she had taken it out of a bag and just put this ball on. Well, but sweetie, yeah. women don't have to do that, sweetie, because women it, just put it on, sweetie. Oh my god. I mean, well, beyond that, the dress was just <laughs> awful. The zipper in the back was crooked. Like it yeah, was just. It was a it was a cheap pageant dress. Mm-hmm. Yes. So yeah. that it was, and and it's not like that hair was worth anything either. I don't mm-hmm. know. It's just very like like girl, put your hair up. Yeah. Icky. Like that, literally, your hair should be up, I think, in a dress like that. If you're going to, like, show that much mm-hmm. uh, uh, neck and shoulders and whatnot, like, then I think you should maybe have an updo. But yeah. I think she I wore know? her I'm hair because she wore this exact dress on season six in a different color. Uh-huh. And I don't remember if her hair, I'm pretty sure her hair was down for that, too. So she just doesn't, uh-huh. she doesn't get it. Speaking uh-huh. of Morticia. Sweetie. <laughs> speaking of Morticia, we have Latrice next in this black beaded number with a fur stole. I don't like it. I don't like it. It was too dark. Look, it's it's fucking. Like, she's it's Latrice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's not a she, she's not a fashion gal. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just like Latrice this, and brights. Like it just yeah. these like song. It it was like it. You know what it is? It needed to be like velvet or something. Like it it just it it oddly enough for something with that many rhinestones and things on it, it kind of fell flat. And then it well, was the like a, that- a weird length at the bottom. Yeah, and the pictures that you guys sent uh, uh, for the show, like they photographed them behind a dark red uh, curtain, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it's like it's like you can't see anything right. on of her dress. So no, yeah. yeah, it's like 
And I don't think it. I don't think it looked uh, brown cows. Brow cows stunning on the runway. <laughs> no, so. not at all. I would have appreciated either a lighter colored dress or a lighter colored stole, but you can't have two mm-hmm. dark things together because then it just looks like you're standing in darkness. Like yeah. it's not. You need to have color or more volume it just it was sucking in it was sucking in all the light and like you you, yeah you literally couldn't even see what she was wearing right so i mean maybe uh more stone you know okay like red stones Mm. uh next up we have manila who was in 50 shades of gray i so good it just Mm -hmm. she looks so evil she just looks so mean and i adored it (laughs) Like I love, I love a drag queen who hasn't given in to like you know botoxing their forehead. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, she still emotes so well. Yep. When she like like it's all it's face first with Manila. Like mm-hmm. that's the first thing that I notice of her first, and then it's like she'll give you a facial expression that captures your eye, and then you like immediately up to the wig mm-hmm. and then down. Yeah, and this entire look was so sickening. Yeah. Like just that um, hair looked like a. It was just like piled. Like I, I was like, how is this like not you know coming apart? Because it looked yeah. so just delicately piled on her head, and like the way she was swaying back and forth, and like like she practiced. Yeah, that's what you do. Yeah. You practice in these dresses, and like yeah, uh just Manila has not disappointed other than yeah, you know, a little earlier in the episode. But I, I'm, I'm seeing a little bit of Ivy Winters for some reason. Did any of you see in that? the hair? Well, in the face well, and the mean, hair. If you, if you constantly have to compare people to other queens, I guess <laughs> you're right. <laughs> it's not a bad comparison. No, not at all. She looks, I, I, I thought this was the, to me, this was the best look of the night. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Oh, yeah. Uh, next up, we have Trinity in this like draped cutout red number, which I loved. I thought it was just like perfect and fit her really well. It fits her. I don't get it though. It's just—I mean, it's like mm-hmm. I, it's beautiful. I—I I don't it's, get it. Like it's a drag dress. I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> Look, she can she can rock anything. She's a mm-hmm. gorgeous broad. Um, but but I just guess I don't. I, I guess I don't get the two different kinds of fabric for like. I don't understand why the drapey thing is on it. Mm. It doesn't work the whole way down. That's for sure. Like yeah, like maybe just keep the top booby drape, but get rid of the other drape and show that full length. You know, I I like this. I I like I guess what she's trying to do here. Um, uh-huh. I can't get past the hair. I fucking hate the hair. This is the same hair she wore <laughs> for the final challenge on season nine. I hate this hairline. She's better than this hairline. Like no, no, girl. Yeah. Like, ooh. But I, I mean, not, I don't yeah. understand why girls don't try to seek out uh, people to make them like custom wig lines like that, that fit like your it, I don't know. I, I, it just goes for a more natural look. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's take a break before we continue this conversation, because we should take Great. a break. Okay. <laughs> so um, we're going to finish the runway and then talk about the lip sync when we come back. So stick around. We'll be right back. Today's episode is brought to you by Quip, an innovative oral care brand that makes it easier than ever to maintain a healthy brushing routine. The simple secret to great oral health is good technique, consistent brushing, and regular upkeep. Do away with the myth that more power and features means a better clean by trying out their beautifully designed electric toothbrushes. They also take the guesswork out of replacing your toothbrush by delivering a new head and fresh batteries to you every three months. Shipping is free and you can cancel at any time. We use Quip and it's made us smile more because our teeth are actually clean. 
Quip is offering you, our listeners, $10 off your first refill by signing up at tryquip.com slash kiki. Again, that's tryquip.com slash kiki. Quip, oral care designed for a modern lifestyle. We're back, and it's time to talk about Valentina. Uh... Oh, Valentina. What did you think of this dress, Tony? I'm torn about this dress. I don't I don't care about this dress. Like, I mean, it looked Same. beautiful uh, when it came, like the movement of it down the runway to me looked super cute. Mm-hmm. But like, then she turned around and the back looked all weird. Um, I, I don't care about this dress. I, her face was fucking gorgeous. Like yeah. she's, mm-hmm. she's painted for the gods and I love a nude nail. But like I, outside of it looking pretty when it moved, I don't really care about that dress. I wanted the Selena outfit again. Yeah, there, give it I or give it. us a yeah, 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 yeah. Did you yeah, want her to wear the, the dress from the fashion show? Maybe. Yes. Oh my god! I hope she does that. Oh my god! Oh my god! Universe, Is make it, it yellow, happen. right? It's a yellow dress. <sighs> I think it's in my mind. It's purple, but I haven't oh. seen Selena in a very long time. So. Well, I I have I love this. <laughs> It was just, again, like, I love when things look like they're made really well. And I liked her, her kind of like a Mexican in Paris, because this whole silhouette is very like, like Givenchy, 1950s. Um, And uh, I, I just... I mean, it's not... it it, Because, like, with her, I'm not going to expect something all the time that's, like, draggy or, like, Mm. you know, like, that, that comes and goes with her. It's just when she does things that are elegant like this, they're so... They're so elegant that I almost can't it's stand eloquent. it. It's, it's eloquent. It's eloquent. And the fact that like it, it went from this like heavily like patterned hyd- you know hydrangea print up to the cups and then there's a hydrangea in her hair. It was just like mm. it was just enough. Your haters. I mean, I love it. It wasn't gr- okay. Well, good. Well, look. <laughs> I'm not Chill a hater, but she down. she just gave me something that I was like, yes, yes, give me more of this. Mm-hmm. And then she gives me this. And it's like, OK, sure. She fine. just gave you her coochie coo. Yeah. Now you can it was, have it. It was it was pretty. OK, it, it was, was pretty. pretty until she turned around and it looked weird. So it's my theory that Michelle actually read this dress and they cut it out completely. Because if you watch the episode, she goes, you you look pretty tonight. And then it cuts to her talking about the challenge. And it's like. Okay, they cut something uh-huh. there. I see you. I mean, telling oh. Valentina she looks pretty tonight is not really a groundbreaking statement. Right. That's my point. Like, of course, like <laughs> exactly. I, I think that you can pretty much rely on her to, you know... Always look pretty? At, at, at the basic level, look great and pretty all the time. So, yeah. what's yeah, so surprising so. about that? I, I think so, yeah. Um, next up, we have Naomi in this, like, intergalactic, rec- you know, vinyl record outfit. What do we think? I don't like it. Really? I don't like it. Yeah, I don't like it. I, I loved it. All, but I, I, go ahead. <laughs> I, 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 I just don't know why. I, 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 no, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it either. I hate the gaping, like the gaping collar drives me crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah, and 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 I feel like it was something about the front cut of the of the skirt mm-hmm. that, like, I know, I think it went a little 
further over into the crotchal area than it was supposed to mm. go. I don't know. I yeah. I did, think she was too tall for this outfit because did anyone this else is borrowed. This okay. wasn't made for her. Did anyone else oh. see like kind of see her dick whenever the uh-huh. thing was that's opening? What I, that's what I kind of felt she's, like I was. She's saying. had that problem. Not that not that I far. care. Not that I care that I yeah. saw her dick. I'm just like I think I just saw your dick. I'm distracted by it basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just yeah. feel well, like we it... definitely saw something. I'm not, I definitely saw a a flesh toned something. So yeah. I was like, I yeah. Here's the thing. <laughs> titties, no titties. But Tony, I know I know you like titties on a drag queen, so I I, I, w- I like w- I want titties on a drag queen. I, I want really like I think she needed just because it's it's just too like the whole thing is just too flat. Flat, like, it is yeah. just too flat. The long arms, like and and again, it's just pick something to give us like make the bottom have more volume or something. Like there was just there there was just something missing in terms of a shape here and it's like you have princess darts on this um like top which are supposed to like accentuate a bosom and yeah. it's just now we we just see these curved lines it, it was a little odd for me to, to and see I think it's like a weird mix of textures yeah. i think and also, the top going with the bottom is this is designer like with. designed the stuff for the you know the uh for for cardi b like he he did the outfits in the money music video like he has other things so like look for more stuff i didn't like it. yeah right yeah yeah i don't like it i don't like it what about monique monique was wearing titties oh she Mon- wanted us to uh, know that she was wearing titties monique's makeup <laughs> looks like a skull her face looks like a skull. Like it oh, looks like yeah. she. I mean, that, she's doing a good job of accenting her cheekbones. It's a lot of makeup. makeup. And I know that that's. A, hmm? I just I it. Uh, I. <laughs> if I can maybe I've, put your sounds to words, um, yes. I enjoyed. I enjoyed the reveal. I don't understand the claws because they were claws. Yeah, I, Talents. I don't really ever understand many of her <laughs> reveals in general. Like, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. She's a fun soundbite, and she's an enthusiastic queen, but I don't think that there's much taste in this dress. Mm. And and granted, this is coming from a drag queen who's got no fashion sense whatsoever, <laughs> but it, there was something cheap about this look to me. It was, there was too um, much fabric. Mm-hmm. Like, there was far... like like the gloves went up too high the the like the bottom of the dress it just needed to cut like five yards off of that especially if you were going to do this reveal you should be able to walk like super fucking sexy and like not you know like shimmy to the back like it was just heavy it just became so heavy and 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 the hair also looked like it was going to collapse i and these hands that look like you're going to reach up from under my bed. Like, no. Yeah. Scary. Yeah. Like, leave your yeah. arms bare if you're, like, or something and have, like, great, like, enormous nails or, or like, you know, not oven mitts. Yeah, it's very <laughs> strange. It was a very strange look. And honestly, yeah. I'm just, like, not, I, I'm, there's something about uh, Monique's beat that it, it just doesn't hold up the whole duration yeah. of the show. Like, and her wigs come off all the time. And that's yeah. snobbish. And I hate that. Yeah. I think we found her next merch idea is uh, couture oven mitts. Yes. So <laughs> welcome. I've played the pointy glove game in drag. It it Ooh. does not work. It does not work. It's good for a shoot, but like otherwise, you just look like you know 
like the penguin and not intentionally. <laughs> it's just, yeah. it has to be done a certain way. And I don't know, this needed a, like two more fittings. Um, next up, we have Farah in this like, I don't know, just so Vegas. Like, you know, it's this, a New Year's yeah. Eve. It's a New Year's Eve moment. Um, she is. Yeah. And this is where she, she doesn't have titties in. But no, she she doesn't either. But like but it looks for good. some reason, the way she's posing in this photo, it looks good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also think like uh, that Farrah kind of has like little baby pectoral muscles. Like mm-hmm. she she does have kind of a defined chest. So uh, when it's when it like it's certain angles and shit, it, it mm-hmm. does resemble a boob. Yeah, she, look, yeah. she's a classic beauty. Mm-hmm. Like it's a it's a she made a simple dress something gorgeous. Like just yeah. adding that fucking boa alone. Um, she the hair was on point and mm-hmm. gorgeous. Like she's a gorgeous gorgeous drag queen. Yeah. I'm fascinated by this hair, just like all the. I want to know how it stuff. works. Yeah, yeah. I want to see. I want to see the behind the scenes. And last but not least, we have Monet Exchange in. Oh shit! There's more. This Gone with the Wind fantasy. <laughs> that's oh. what she was giving me when she when she has to go to the party in shame. That's what this is, and I loved it. <laughs> I think is the it is the best that Monet Exchange has ever looked on Drag Race, and it was my favorite look of the night. She looked good, but she didn't look happy to me for some reason. Happy women don't wear dresses like this. Wow. Okay. <laughs> women who want to win and annihilate the competition wear dresses and hair like this. There was just something about the look on her face when she walked down the runway. She didn't look happy. It's called her makeup. It's wow. not good. <gasps> I liked it. I thought you. she looked stunning. <laughs> and the dress... I don't, I don't... I'm not sold on her beat this season. I'm not sold on it. I, I've looked at okay. her makeup and I'm just not sold on it. I'm like... I'm like, girl, I don't think we've seen much improvement from your season. And I and I know that was just last season. But yeah. if you're going to sit here and uh, talk shit in the workroom about all these other seasons, uh, then I'm going to need to see you bring it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, gl- I'm glad it's not a pussycat wig or whatever. But, uh, <laughs> I'm, you know, it's like, give us a give us a different eye. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That eye is a little I don't know. I'm not I'm not uh, I'm not loving it. It seems like the crease gets taller. Every time taller yeah and i and i don't think she needs to i think she should actually go small that was the best night that i uh, the best note that i uh, got from got mick uh uh regarding my makeup which she mm-hmm. was like you don't have to go so big on the on the white you know on the lid mm-hmm. or whatever so like now i go really minuscule with that yeah and i'm like I, that was a great note mm-hmm. um so she wasn't gonna beat valentina in a lip sync that was for sure well yeah yeah well that wasn't going to happen. Mm-mm. The top two are Valentina and Monet, and then the bottom two are Farah and Monique. And uh... Monique was very desperate when they got in the workroom. She just wanted to plead her case. She had be and, and Valentina was like, listen, uh, I have been waiting. <laughs> I have been waiting to prove my worth. And if I'm going to, I'm not going to let you stand in my way of me, like, annihilating this lip sync um (laughs) (laughs) she listen that was a little like if you watch carefully you can see peaks of crazy coming from valentina and that moment of can i say something first please yes was that moment Mm -hmm. i was like oh she's getting she's gonna be crazy listen to her did you (laughs) did you notice apparently production is also buying in because they started uh, in entering applause for her during her confessionals. 
<laughs> which I love. She's top three. I hope she's top three. I do. I I uh, can watch. I can I can watch this wackadoo all the way mm-hmm. through to the end. She's she's using her her wackadoo to her best advantage. I think. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Um, um, we have the moment where Gia interrupts Farah's conversation God. with Monet, and I mean, we uh, talked about this already, but I just wanted to point out: it seems that the girls, the other girls, are tired of her bullshit. They're oh, they're ready to it. throw her overboard. Yeah. Oh, one hundred percent. Because it's like, look, you have to at least have some allies. Are you trying to be nice to anybody there, Gia? Like anybody? Nope. Um, but in that, like, the thing is, is like she wanted to get revenge from Farah. She felt like Farah uh, did her wrong in that whole bar incident or whatever that they're trying to uh, hash up. So she, at this point, was going to get involved in every fucking moment that Farah had this episode. Yep. She was like, I'm going to steal focus in everything. And mm-hmm. it was frustrating for, I could see how frustrating it was for Farah, but it was also frustrating for uh, the audience because, don't get me wrong, I love to watch her show her butt, but I was also kind of like, bitch, you did, you, you did your damage. Like, right. you got it. Right. Like, mission accomplished. Like, yeah. let her fucking talk to Monet, who's not going to win that lip sync. So I, right. it's a waste of, waste of breath anyway. Let her yeah. waste her fucking breath. I, I think that she just, she wanted to take any opportunity to ruin it for Farah, And she did. Uh-huh. Yeah. But 100. Whatever. It was like when Trump came in and started dismantling Obama's legacy. You know what I mean? It was like, no hope. Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it all I mean, goes back to the White House. You know what I mean? It all goes back to the White House. I cannot believe that they're crowdfunding the wall. I can't believe that shit. <laughs> like, I never thought that it would get to this. They're crowdfunding for the fucking wall. Like, I know, but they can't. But they can't. Like, they're going to have to give all that money back mm-hmm. because something like that, the government just can't accept fucking free money from yeah. people like that. They have to take it in your tax. That's, yeah, that's right. what, yeah, they can't do that. Right. Kills. Um, so for the Lipstick song, we have Into You by Ariana Grande. I love that song. And I do love that song. It's such yes. a good song. And Valentina comes out in this like mesh Gucci Coo dress, um, which I, I love this dress. She's like there. She does a few numbers in it, especially um, uh, I Can Boogie, I think. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, this is going to be exciting. And then, and then Monet has this like mermaid sequin kind of reveal is that thing. what it was yeah that it was the one you know where you can like touch it and it like oh. changes color she's performed in this you know like these are outfits that you know these girls have had for a very long time i think this is the same dress that um valentina did her facebook live in when they revealed the cast for oh, her yeah. season um i'm just gonna go ahead and say it this is one of the sexiest lip syncs i've ever seen i think that hmm. Valentina, th- there were some moments where she was doing flamenco arms, and I was like, okay, this is not appropriate. <laughs> oh, like for Valentina this. was totally sexy. Yes, but like that but one where she sewed. Right? You're not putting. No, Monet no, in no, no. Part. I'm, I'm talking <laughs> oh, about because right. I, I truly believe that Monet gave this to Valentina. I think that Monet kind of like didn't want to make this decision to begin with and and like girls on all stars now you can tell you know and monet was not doing i think what she would normally have done for this type of lip sync like she was it looked like she was what would she have done what would she have done i feel like that looked like a monet lip sync to me that looks like that looked like a monet lip sync when she tried to win her season (laughs) those many times that she was in the bottom how was that 
I think I, I mean I think what's confusing about this lip sync is I think the way that the song was cut up and then and then again when yeah. they edited this lip sync they cut it up a second time. Oh, it was weird because too. The um the song has like a big flourish toward the end, and I'm pretty sure that when Monet did her split, that flourish was happening in the room. Mm-hmm. But they tried to make it seem like it hadn't happened yet. Yeah, and you know, because Valentina was like having an exorcism behind her, and it's oh, like, oh yeah, she had a seizure there at one point. Yeah. Oh, I love that part where her hair was like everywhere, and I was like, oh my god, her dress is gonna fall off. I loved that it, but wig, like, it didn't fit that wig. With the song, that wig, that wig though. We have. Talent, Valentine, that human hair is beautiful. We can't dispute it. It's mm-hmm. very expensive, but it is gorgeous to watch. Yeah, it is. And, like I just hated her for that wig. I was like, I want that wig. It just <laughs> so she bad. just makes a mess of it. You know, just wiggles a little bit, and it's like, oh, it's back the way it was. Like, yeah, this so look, good. She has she has redeemed herself. She really is. She came in there to, if not win, just like. You know she can fucking lip sync, and it's like but some of her. But some of her dancing was uh, Farrah esque. Mm-hmm. Okay, there, that, <laughs> let's not. She she did yeah. she did give us some fucking uh, uh, Ashley Simpson. There were there were definitely a few moments of that, <laughs> you know. But she won. But mm-hmm. she won. She won. Bitch won. Yeah. And, and yeah. then she sends Farrah home. Do you think that she made the fucking, right decision? I fucking bullshit. You know. <laughs> I just feel like whether they say the bridge was mended and that they were friends again, like that seems like a fuck you. That seems like a final, that seems like a Gia moment. I feel like Valentina (laughs) just took her Gia moment uh, and was like, oh yeah, I had beef with you too, by the way, Farrah. I think Monique should have went home, but I think I might be biased. I mean, I feel like neither like neither Valentina nor Monet were going to send Monique home. Regardless, like right. I, I really think that like once Pharaoh's in the bottom two, because she was, was like, on the top, yeah, yeah, she I, was and, on the top last week, yeah. And I just feel like it. There are these girls like Monique who is talented, right? And add and, Manila into and, it because she was also in the bottom. Exactly, so if they it's had like switched. If Pharaoh was in the bottom with any one of those girls, she was going yeah. home. I mean, yeah. and, and it sucks, yeah. you know. Um, and I, I feel like at least what what Farrah showed, you know, when when she jokingly was like, "You don't love me," you know, and, and it seemed genuine. But what I love, what I loved was when she, when Pharaoh was exiting and Gia was like, oh, whatever, you know, she's like, you don't really like me. Like, nope. no, yes, she said, I was... love you. Gia said, I love oh, you yeah. to her. And she goes, but you don't really love me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that, I was like, that's don't love real. me or something like that. Yeah. No, and that's yeah. 100. I love that Farrah got that. You know, she, she, like, she got that one in because yes. it's like Gia is like, she's going to be stuck in this system forever yeah and it's never going to be at a high level because she is being rancid and frankly trying to be manipulative but again too stupid to know how to do it properly right and and farah called her on that (laughs) shit absolutely oh yeah i feel like she definitely won the workroom uh bullshit like Mm -hmm. farah came up being like don't come for me i Mm -hmm. mean i can stand up for myself i'm from fucking vegas yeah Gia may, may have, you know, gotten her wish and gotten Farah to go away, but Gia is still Gia, and that's not a good mm-hmm. position to be in. Right. Word. Well, mm. that's the end of this episode. Thank oh you so much. Goodness. 
thank you so much for uh for trudging through with us tony this was a good time oh i always have such a good time hanging out with you gals we love having you on it's been too because long. you know uh i can i can just be my true self with you <laughs> and just give you every my my true feelings i forget this is gonna go out on the internet <laughs> <laughs> Well, thankfully, we didn't say anything that's going to make it into the episode that's going to ruin anybody's <laughs> life. So <laughs> at least I don't mm. think we did. Um, Tony, tell our listeners where they can listen to your podcasts with an oh S. Oh, my gosh. And well, um, where they can find you. Okay. Well, anywhere podcasts stream, uh, iTunes, uh, we're on Spotify, we're on SoundCloud. Uh, and that's the Tony Soto Show and the Gay Power Half Hour. Those are my two shows. Um, I'm Tony Soto. The t- I am the Tony Soto show on everything. That's uh, Venmo and Instagram and Twitter. Um, and if you are in LA for New Year's Eve, join myself and PJ Queen at Precinct. Uh, we will be hosting uh, that the evening there, and it is going. A whole slew of people um, are going to be there, and it's going to be a lot of fun. So check us out there. We're Grizzly Kiki on everything. That's Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So don't forget to follow us there, and you. You can send your questions to grizzlykiki at gmail.com and we'll read them on the air. And don't forget to subscribe on iTunes and catch us on Spotify. So until next time, bye. bye. bye.